And welcome to In The Back Pocket. My name is Georgie Parker. I'm joined by lychee lover, Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan. How are you? Good, thanks, George. How are you? Always good to be here. Can't wait for this round of football. Carlton uh, Collingwood, a game, and then you get a week's off, and then finals football. And BJ Goddard joining us hey, as George. well. It is blew that off, didn't you? Just yeah, lychee lover. Just strange thing to say off the top. Well, he said it's is his favourite fruit. I like lychees, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a strange thing to bring up in a, in a betting show, but Good. <laughs> we didn't have anything off the top, so that was it. Um, well, it's the end of the season. It is the last round, and it is harder and harder to find any value. Absolutely, it? the value hunters. The brownie's done it. Has he, though? Well, I've tried to, BJ, so just uh, go with me here. So let's have a look at the 20-plus disposal pages. First of all, Rowbottom. He's the one I'm going after this week. David Mundy does it every week. So, too, does Ed Richards. And I think Brandon Parfit, that four is where he's injured these last two weeks. And even for 25-plus disposals, Brandon Parfit. And here's the second page. So a little bit of a, uh, a mix and match there. But uh, certainly the front page is where I'm very keen on Rowbottom and those other guys. So here's the 25-plus disposals. And as you know, this is where I name it. Now Anderson gets the job done every week. Luke Parker's been outstanding, but does Windhager go to him this week? So that's the thing you got to the side. Does Windhager, who got the job done on Lockie Neal last week, does he go to him? And then the second page of 25 plus Dylan Shield, Bailey Dale, a good price again at 25, had the 26 last week. And Dunkley's the other one getting a lot of football. Brandon Ellis, those three look the value. And then my man, Isaac Cleaney, should be kicking two goals again. Todd Marshall. Really good record this year at Adelaide Oval. And Darcy Fogarty, they keep on putting up a big price for him and he keeps on kicking goals. And then some bigger prices right there. Papley is certainly one of those players and uh, I reckon Jack Higgins might sneak in for a couple as well. That's it. It's difficult to find that value, isn't it? Some of those prices were, what, $2 dollars at the start, at the start of, the of the year. Big at the start yeah. of the year, but as the season goes on, so not a lot of value, but there will be some value at the start of next it's year. It's the algorithm it comes and gets you. But the premiership market, it is heating up. And I'll ask you, B, Jay, because you are good at evaluating this one, but Geelong, you can't you can't go past Geelong, really, can you? you can. Who do you think is going to be in the grand final? So, hence the two dollars seventy five favoritism. So, who do I think? I, I still think at this point, it's still Melbourne is the second favourite. I think this week will highlight a lot and give us a fair idea where they're at leading the finals. Even with how Melbourne played on the weekend against Carlton, because we spoke about that of if they did lose, whether or not it really hindered them. And you said it really, oh, they nearly lost that one. And it was a really good game of football, It was a great game of football, yeah. so the pressure was good. I think Melbourne played good footy. Yeah. I think Carlton played great football. At the end of the day, Melbourne made the right decisions. So. Are they still second for you, though, or do you, are you seeing some? Oh, I, like, I like Sydney. I, yeah. I definitely like Sydney. I think they can beat Melbourne. And I'm, I, I, I think Richmond can play off in a grand final. That's how well they're going right. at the moment. Need to have Grimes back. Is Definitely need to have Grimes back, where Richmond is? but Richmond with Tom Lynch clunking marks the way he does, Shea Bolton, yeah. Cumlin doing really well, Jack Rewalt getting the fourth tall, Morris Rioli playing good football. Yeah. I just think everything sets up at the moment for Richmond. If they can stand up in the midfield, Preston needs a little bit of help, but Cochin's playing great football. Dustin Martin, does he Comes come back? No, do they do they need Dustin Martin at the moment? Nice to have him in. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, look, so, sorry, did, we're did, not. Did you really just ask that? The way they're playing. Sorry, at this the is moment. like when w w should Fife be? Where are we finding a spot but, for Fife? Come imagine on. just slotting yeah, Dustin Martin that. into that forward line at the moment. So well, there's your grab. Richmond, your... <laughs> I'll back them in to make the grand final. Okay. You'll back them in. I, I like it. It's it's a tough one. I think the the top eight, nobody really knows what's mm. happening there. But let's talk about Melbourne and Brisbane. And this should be a game in Brisbane's favour. It's up at the Gabba. Yeah. And they need to win this because they're no chance for the flag if they don't get a home final. Well, yes, that's what... Uh, thanks for the segue, George. That's my opinion anyway. So if they don't make the top four, 
that I, the history shows throughout the year, this year and in past years, that they can't make the grand final or play off in a grand final. Let alone, Even when they had home final, let alone win it. We so, don't lose, yeah. they do get a home final, but one's an elimination. They need a pre- Correct. They so need a home just pre- just to go back to so 2019 straight sets out. So they won one of their last six finals, right? 2020 tick first win in a final for a long time against the Tigers, and then they go to prelim, get smashed by. Uh, the Cats. 2021, lost to Melbourne 33 points and lose to the Dogs by a point. We, I think most of us remember that game and outstanding it was. Yeah, a little bit unlucky. But the reality is they've won one final out of the last six. And then when you take away a top four position, which they've had the comfort of in the last couple of years, in f- at least four, four or five of those games, uh, I just don't think they're any chance. So it's a massive, massive game for anyone and you want to highlight. And there's a lot of moving parts this week in who plays who in the top four and the bottom eight. There's a lot going on. So it's yeah. an exciting round of fo- football to finish the home and away season. But I think it's, not, it's no bigger or none bigger than Brisbane this week against Melbourne at home at the Gabba. So do they win? I don't think they do, no. I just don't think they've got the consistency. You know, they've proven to be somewhat of a home track bully team. And that's not the fortress it once was either. So Melbourne, again, even if they had a loss last week, it was an outstanding game of football. Both teams walk away with that real positive. Obviously, it hurts probably Carlton more because they're just just scraping into the eight. So uh, I think Melbourne get the job done and Brisbane miss out. We're taking the total points under in this game. I I don't think Melbourne can play a shootout with Brisbane, so I don't think it'll be high scoring. Brisbane and the Gabba, the high scoring venue and the high scoring team. But this week, Melbourne are going to have to restrict that scoring and try and make it a nil all draw. So that's why I think it'll be low scoring, total points under. So let's look at some players. Angus Brayshaw, since going into the midfield, signed his new contract. As part of that new contract, I believe PJ was, I have to play midfield. So his last four games, have been outstanding so still a pretty good price at 25 plus but when you get up to 30 where he's been $2.35 for Angus Brayshaw so you'd be taking that every day of the week now big games and there's big players so where's the value in the big players so you've got players like Viney, Petrarca, Oliver, Neil, all these guys playing. I just think it's both sides don't tag. So expect the players that you've backed most of the year, like Lockie Neal to get 30 plus, Clayton Oliver to get 30 plus, Petrarca to be up there, Huma Cluggage 25 plus. So I think there's value in those players through the midfield because there'll be high ball numbers. That's it, Lockie Neal. So you don't think anyone's going to be tagging Lockie Neal, even though it's proven to work? Well, Harms isn't playing at the moment. We don't have the teams yet. So he played twos last week. He's been there. Pseudo tagger type thing, Run but he hasn't. Yep. Yeah, he hasn't locked down anyone. But Lockie Neal, I, I don't. Think, I don't think it's going. He's not going to bring in a tagger now yeah. when they haven't used one. Correct. So expect pl- those players to. to and you're not going to ask them. Clayton Oliver or Petrarca to go show a bit of respect. Yeah. Maybe Viney, but even though his form's yeah. been outstanding as well, but you're not going to go to one of those three and go, mate, just maybe just lock down this week on on Lockie <laughs> yeah. Neal. Uh, GWS and Fremantle. Fremantle should get the job done here. How do you see this one, Nathan? Uh, Fremantle just have to win. Fremantle have to win to play top four footy. They're going okay at the moment, the Giants. Okay. They played a lot better mm. brand of football last week. And Do you think they'll check out or is one of those things that they'd rather make it different? Oh, I don't think you can check out when you don't have a coach. Yep. When you're playing the last game and you've got, whether it's Alistair Clarkson, whether it's Adam Uze, I know Alistair Clarkson's probably pulled out of that race now, but yes, you've got all eyes on you at the yeah. moment. So you're looking playing at... Playing for contracts. Uh, yeah, you're playing, playing for... for you're yeah. playing for next yeah. year and you're playing for respect with... The, the new coach that comes in. So GWS have put up a good effort, but yep. Fremantle, 1-39. to 39. Who's your tip for the new coach? Our whereabouts, G- GWS. GWS. While well, all reports, it's Adam Uze. So I did hear a whisper last night that uh, Adam Kingsley was firmly in the hunt for it but um, and doesn't know yet. 
who the coach is, yeah. but I, I've uh, I've heard that Adam Muse is a pretty firm favourite. Nice. So they're a buck forty Fremantle. So you'd take that because you think they'd win into some value hunters if you want to have a same game multi. So here are the value hunters, and I spoke about David Bundy before. So you'd have to think that that would go into your same game multis. Jordan Clark, those four games there, but I will say. The last 10 games he's played away from home, this game is away, he's had 20 plus disposals 10 weeks in a row when he travels. So Jordan Clark travels really well. So it will North Melbourne and Gold Coast, well, these two teams both kind of checked out. Gold Coast have not been the same since Stewie Jew re-signed really, have they? But again, they should really get the job done in this one. I don't think North have checked out just yet. I, th I believe Gold Coast aren't going that well. But North Coast never, North Melbourne never checked in. Yeah, you, you're right. But they've been playing better the last few weeks, and I think they beat Gold Coast here. I, I wow. think on the home deck. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and the line is 20 and a half. I haven't been impressed with the Gold Coast the last four or five mm. weeks, ever no. since they won that kick after the so, yeah. They've only beaten West Coast since then. Been terrible since then. So North Melbourne, a lot to play for again. New coach potentially. All eyes on North Melbourne this week. Uniac playing good footy. Cunnington back. Then you've got Simpkin who's playing really good football. Larky's coming good at the right end of the year. So yeah. they've got a lot to play for. And you a lot to play know for. whether or not Clarko is a coach by, they're saying Friday. So we could know yep. whether or not they've got Clarko in the stands watching. And what do I always say? The trend is your friend. So, so where is the trend that. in this game? It is with Brandon Ellis. Brandon Ellis's last five weeks have been extraordinary. So, I mean, he's always been a, a 20 to 22, 23 position player, but he's been getting big numbers. Four of the last five games, above 26 and a few above 30. So, Brandon Ellis, a good price for 25 plus and an even better price for 30 plus if he gets that again. What about Noah Anderson? Noah Anderson does it every week, BJ. Uh, he does, and he's been a mainstay in some of my betting. I think you had him even last week, but he had an outstanding year and more exciting for Gold Coast supporters is what he's going to look like probably in the next couple of years with that mix of Tuke Miller, um, Rao, and then potentially the Coasters, I think, potentially playing more on a wing. But his year to date has been outstanding. So look for him being a mainstay, 25 plus. That's it. Well, Brownie thinks that North are going to get the job done here. We'll get into the rest of the games just on the other side of this one. Let's have a look at the 20 plus disposal market first. Bailey Dale, I said, was two bucks. He got down to a dollar thirty not that long ago. Back to a dollar sixty-seven. That is you. certainly a bet for Bailey Dale. I'll be taking that. Then you've got uh, Brandon Ellis who's playing some nice football. Travis Boak, you, you can be confident when you back Travis Boak. And I'll also be taking Cameron Zuhart to kick two plus goals in that game, playing better football. Tom Papley having a nice purple patch at the moment. And look at that, there is eight goals kicked in the last eight games. So that is the reason why I'm going to McCluggage. I want to talk about Ed Richards because I still think there's value around this guy. These are his last five games. Every game above 20 disposals, $1.56. And I'm going Adelaide, I think they'll get the job done. You've got Jeremy Cameron up there. Every week I back Noah Anderson. I'm taking Max to have 20 plus disposals this week. You can throw him in for any time goal scorer as well, because last week he had multiple opportunities. His last five games, John Newcomb's been outstanding, really good user of the ball. And Noah Cumberland is the other one that's added to this forward line. Tom Papley, his last seven games have been extraordinary. Pat. Zach Butters, Connor Rosie, they've been outstanding. His consistency in what you're going to get out of him next year. I'm going to start off with Bailey Dale and Jack Sinclair to go both get 25 plus disposal. I've got Richmond, Sydney head to head. 
And then a four-leg Adelaide and Geelong by 25 plus in the winning margin and Melbourne and Brisbane just head-to-head, -head, 25 bucks on that. Cozzy Pickett got you up on the last kick of that he bet, didn't he? Did. Wow. Nice. Were <laughs> you watching that too? Absolutely, I was seat. watching that. Uh, everyone was watching that. What yeah, have been... well, you could have been busy, out and about, like you were. Well, you that Bailey Dale, Bailey Dale, Jack Sinclair bet I had last week. So I always talk about um, back the kickouts, the halfback flankers, they get the extra kickout. So Joe Danaher hit the post with 38 seconds to go. Sinclair gets the kickout. Plays on. He's had 24, and he gets his 25th with the last kick out of the game. And I, I said to the producers, fist, I said, I need the vision. Can we get the vision so we can show it? And they said, no, the vision was still on Joe Danaher covering up his head. <laughs> so you actually missed the vision, but that's why you take the kick outs. That is well, why you take Nathan. the kick outs. That's it. Well, Geelong and West Coast, this could be a bloodbath. It's down at GMHBA Stadium, but no Jeremy Cameron. His strings are no good. Now. Yeah, if it hadn't been a bad enough year for West Coast Eagles, say, okay, last round we're going to go <laughs> yeah. down and play Geelong. But the only positive talking is... About, talking about checked out. Jeremy Cameron isn't <laughs> yeah. going to be playing. So who steps up? Gary Rowan for me. This seems yeah. like a fill-up game for Gary Rowan. Now, obviously sides aren't out, but you'd expect with Jeremy Cameron not being there, Gary Rowan should play. And the other one I'll speak about is Brandon Parfitt. So he's had two games back. He's had 25 and 28. His disposal line is 21.5. I think... Brandon Parfitt gets over 21 and a half, which in the normal terms is 22 disposal. <laughs> so I think he gets 22 plus $1.90. Take him on the overs on the disposal lines when they come out. Yeah, obviously no value in the head-to-head -head in that one. Essendon and Richmond, take us into Essendon's change rooms at the moment. Um, yeah, well, it'd be quite hard. It's it's, it's, it's quite this Well, it's quite brave of Ben Rutten. Well, some, some reporting that he may be you know, fired as, as early as today. Yeah. So he might not get an opportunity. Um, and some good news coming out, or celebration news coming out of Essendon that Michael Hurley's retiring after this week. So hopefully he gets a game. And my report is that they he will get a farewell game. Flog them in this so I think yeah. So I think there'll be somewhat you know. Like Michael most Hurley, a farewell game. Good luck. Go and play on Tom Lynch, the most <laughs> important yeah, forward. Yeah, Jack Rewell. Or Jack Rewell. Or just let him go third man in all day. Or just go sitting forward. They could use another, you know, yeah. medium to tall forward. So. Dyson Hepper, where's he at? Uh, well, Hep, obviously, his contract's up. And there's, so there's a lot lot of moving parts here at Essendon, isn't yeah. there? So, um, But uh, I just don't think they might be in it for a quarter and a half. And then, you know, again, I think it's been too hard for them. Mentally, just taking too much out of them this week and how quickly it's happened. So Richmond, I think, will win this, unfortunately. But Dyson and Heppel, been uh, relatively consistent in terms of disposals post his change from being a halfback then more of a, of a wingman. So as we know, Brownie, wingman, you've got more opportunities around the ball. The ball spends more time in the midfield. So uh, look for him for 20, minimum, I think minimum 20. Uh, I think I backed him last week or the week before for 25 plus and didn't quite get there. So go 20, 20 plus. You spoke about Tom Lynch, eight goals in three quarters last week. Yep. Forward fill up this week for Richmond, you think? So forward fill up against the Bombers, it has to be done. So this is the last three games. Zuha, Hogan, Pal Pepper. So there's a range of players there. There's some tools in Georgiades and Hogan who aren't overly tall, but then there's some mid-range players as well. So you'd look at Lynch, you'd look at Bolton, you'd look at Cumberland, and these are the guys. So this is Lynch, last six games played, 37 for three plus goals, there's no value. So you have to go four goals if you want Tom Lynch. Shade Bolton for two, Noah Cumberland 
the five, six game patch he's put together. So two goals for Noah Cumberland as well. If you put all those three together, you have Lynch for three, Bolton for two, Noah Cumberland for two, he gets you at about $3.30 for a same game multi. Yeah, I like it. Well, bet with mates, Kitty. I'm still the only person that has not lost any money for our bet with mates crew here in the back pocket. Thank you. But you're taking us. You said, what was your price? I said $1.20. That's what it's meant to be. You've come to us with a whopper multi. Yeah, well, I had to stump Brownie from last week, was it? Or two weeks ago, you did a, a first multi in their bets with mates. Yep. And it lost. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd go one leg more and go a three leg. But I, last night when I was doing my research, I started off with just Richmond head to head. So I got a dollar thirty there. And then looking at it more this morning, I'm like, Gold Coast, you reckon North are half a chance, but I disagree with you. Gold Coast should a dollar thirty seven. They should win. Freo, Freo are not going to lose. To GWS, be at Monica Oval, they've gone there, they've actually performed yeah, I agree with at Monica Oval. So when you put them together, you're at $2.51. And it seems like a bit of a stretch, first time someone's gone a three-leg multi with Bet's mates kitty, but I'm doing it this week and I'm getting $2.51. Yeah. I'm not saying Gold Coast can't win, it does worry me, they're the favourites, but you couldn't have gone the Western Bulldogs against Hawthorne. Hawthorne looked like they're down in ta- waiting for the Down in Tassie, I was unsure of the weather. Yep. Right. And Hawthorne are good down in Tasmania. And Hawthorne is the, the, the difference between the best and oh, the worst okay. is... Sound reasoning. Well done, Brennan. <laughs> so that was my thinking this week, so I'm doing a three-league multi. For best <laughs> with um, also, don't forget, punters, take a sec before you bet and <laughs> set a deposit yeah, limit if you need to gamble responsibly. Port Adelaide and Adelaide, the show down. Port were really good last week against Essendon. Um, and, well, I think Port should be Essendon very poor. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to win this one, Port or Adelaide? I think it's, I think a, bit it's a bit of a coin toss. Yeah, I agree it? with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, the odds don't suggest good. that, though. The odds Correct. are well in flat favour of uh, Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Home game for Port Adelaide, Robbie Gray having his final Farewell. game. Yeah. yeah I'll get yourself Will that up for have anything? Champion. When players do retire, it shouldn't. Do you get up for, the, for them? For the first two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> then you forget then about all, it. The game, the, all the, the game unfolds. You see during the game the, unfolds. But it shouldn't be. It's an indictment if players are getting themselves up. I've said this for a long time. Getting themselves yeah. up for a club champ. He's been a champ. Why do it this week when you, you know, yeah. haven't been able to uh, do there, the there should be some fireworks in this game. So but both clubs hate each other. I, think I saw Chad Corns at the start of the week saying we hate Adelaide. So there's no way <laughs> we're going to lose this football club. Well, how was um, the, the game they had earlier in the year? Kick after the siren when yeah. Adelaide were really down in the dumps. So I expect it to be close as well. Adelaide are a big price. So that line the could... line is 20 and a half. I expect it to be around that. I expect Port Adelaide to win, but not prepared to go the head-to-head. So where's the value? The value probably is in the showdown middle. So if you look at the showdown middle and you've got Ollie Wines in there, mm-hmm. I think um, Rory Laird is the only player on the first page or the first six players. So you've got Rosie, Ollie Wines, Travis Pokes the one for me. Travis Boak, he's had 27 in the last two weeks. Now, these things are voted on by media people. So that's what you got to do. It's not umpires. So if Travis Boak plays well and gets 20 or 7, You mean they get it right? I I think (laughs) they might get it right. (laughs) But I think they lean towards the players they like. And let's be honest, Travis Boak is a likeable player. So if he's well up there in the disposals, go for Travis Boak. Travis Boak's on par with Paddy Cripps for me. Oh, yeah. I, like I love him. That's the first time you've actually brought that up. Yeah. Oh, uh, Fogarty and Taylor Walker, though, um, who's going to be scoring the goals from Crows? Well, both of them. Both of them. Dusty Fogarty had a really good patch. He's Taylor been good Walker. The last and also the... Todd Marshall, really good record this year at Adelaide Oval. Okay, well, we spoke quickly about Hawthorne and Western Bulldogs down in Tasmania. BJ, you didn't trust Western Bulldogs to get the job done, to chuck yeah. it in your. Multi. Don't trust the Bulldogs, but also don't trust what I'm going to get out of Hawthorne, Hawthorne. just a minute. So, uh, their good's really good, but it's been really consistent as the Bulldogs. They're obviously in a position where they can still make 
the top eight, highly unlikely, but I just wasn't confident. So it's a bit of a coin toss for me, so I'd stay away from head-to-head betting this one. But uh, I think the goal-scoring market is potentially where you've got to look at, just with the vulnerability. Sicily played in the midfield last week, so yeah. we can take him out of defence. Lynch kicks eight. There, and then, then, he, then he went back there. I think it was his third opponent for the day, Sicily was. But Sicily actually played in the midfield. Just really surprised me. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about disposals. Sicily's been a lock for, for you, Brownie, for most of the year for 20-plus. But even yeah. look, there's good value for Sicily for 25-plus this week. So, What's it like as a defender when the runner comes to you and you get moved yeah. off of a player? Uh, a little bit of relief. Often. It didn't happen little... too often to me. Yeah. I didn't put myself in that position. No, <laughs> so playing high half back. But it's, um, it's quite demoralising, particularly then when it happens the second time. And then they go to James Sicily and said, mate, you're going quite well. He's fine. I'm playing the foot in the midfield. Come back in defence and just play on uh, Tom Lynch. Other end, seven. what's it like as a forward when they move the oh, player off? You do you feel like an absolute you, you, star? You, you noise them as they yeah, go off. His head yeah. Yeah. You almost follow them off to the you bench. you got one that sticks out to you that a guy just walked away with his tail between his legs mid-game. Yeah. But he kicked five and a quarter. Yeah. Jordan Bannister Jordan became an umpire Bannister. after I gave him a touch. <laughs> oh, that's why he's an umpire. <laughs> no, he's a ripping fella. He just, he's, oh, uh, now we're going to backtrack the old on bag. The, he's on the bad end of a day. That oh, I had a good day. So <laughs> let's talk about Bailey Dale because he was back in a big way the last few weeks and he's a big price again. Yeah. So Finn McGuinness, I'll ask you a question. Who does he tag and who would you step around this week? Because uh, Bailey Smith gets a lot of the ball. Bontem <laughs> Pelly's been getting a lot of Bailey Dale as well. So... Who does Finn McGuinness go to? Did a great job on Shay Bolton last week. Yeah, well, Shay's obviously a forward. So you've thrown in Bailey Smith, you've thrown in uh, Dale, who's a backman. So I don't think the Bulldogs got a forward that he would go to. Mm, so it has to be someone through the yeah. midfield. So you think happy to go. If probably midfield is probably Smith at the minute, yeah. being more damaging. Bailey I don't Smith's think Smith's a line Yeah, and he hasn't copped a lot of attention, to be honest. No. He's a half forward that gets high up the ground. So he essentially starts half forward and plays an extra mid. That's what the Bulldogs do. Yeah. They've changed that a little bit as the season gone on, but that's his kind of one wood he goes to. Gets yep. him on the spread uh, offensively. So uh, a guy that hasn't had much time put in, into him and you know, surprise him with someone going to stand next to him all day and say, I'm going to run with you all day. And I think by all reports, Finn has got the ability as a running ability anyway. But yep. that's a, I think that one stands out for mine. It's got to be a midfielder from the Bulldogs. That's it. Well, the Sunday games, including the massive blockbuster Collingwood and Carlton, just on the other side of this quick break. This is the game we're all waiting for. Collingwood and Carlton. I can't wow. wait for this one. One playing for a spot in the top four. The other playing for a spot in the top eight. And the AFL could not write this script any better, Nathan. It's going to be a ripper. Absolutely it's going to be a massive. ripper. How many people are you expecting? Should be 90,000? Yeah, 90 plus. 90 plus. I said it's a sellout. So sellout, you'd have to be first, 95. First one in four yeah. years or something. Huge sellout. game. Absolutely so massive. I thought Collingwood looked light on last week with no Adams and no Dugowie. Now we're doing this show before the teams come out. So we think Dugowie should play and come back into that midfield mix. But... I love the way Carlton played last week. And as disappointing as it was at the last point, I just think they've got more to play for. Yes, Collingwood have got a stack to play for in top four and everything like that. But I just I just see the theatre of Carlton playing well and getting over the line. Uh, there's the nothing more than a hunch. Nothing more than a hunch. I don't think it should. Was last week their elimination final, though? They had the opportunity to put themselves in the top eight. No, because they get another chance this week. Yeah, but (laughs) it was. Would have they lost it in terms of the energy it took last week? Well, well, that's why good teams get themselves up. Yeah, and that's why good coaches and 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 it was in the it was in their hands and the people around the football club. So it's a big week for them. But um, I'd rather be Carlton than another club. So I I think. 
Carlton for me can get the job done. Carlton against for you. How about for you, BJ? How are you seeing this one for these guys? Well, I think it's Carlton too. So Collingwood, you know, the bubble burst last week. Some say it was a good thing, but you like to keep winning. I obviously kept betting against them for three or four weeks straight, and <laughs> Sydney finally was the one that toppled them over. So I think I think it's Carlton. Uh, not just it's again, it's a bit of an indictment to say they you know it's a, they got more on the line because you don't want to treat it like that. But I just think last week's form, they would get confidence out of that. And hopefully the coaching group and Michael Voss said, yes, we, got, we lost and we could have cemented a spot in the final. Let's, let's face reality and say it how it is. But the game, like we played great footy. Potentially George Hewitt comes back. They're talking about maybe, yeah. so it's a 50-50. But Jordan Ngoi, spoken about him and his record before at the MCG. Let's have a look at it again. Let's revisit it. So only once this year has he dropped below 20 disposals. And I'm just picturing Jordan Ngoi now. The, how often that I see him taking uncontested marks in the middle of the ground and then dishing it off. So he is an MCG specialist. 20-plus disposals you'd be taking him for. Would you, for a little bit more value, be looking at the 1-39 to marker? It's not going to be by more than 40. Absolutely. Either, Either way you like it. Collingwood or Carlton, 1-39. to It won't be 40 plus. That's it. Well, St Kilda and Sydney. Sydney are playing absolutely lovely footy at the moment, aren't they, BJ? They are. And another big game for St Kilda, who can still make finals if a few things fall They've their way. another review. The Saints. They have. It's so mm. strange. David Noble. Do you Is think they're doing that yep. because Alistair Clarkson's around? Floating around? No. Not at no, their no, club, no, no, but no, why are they doing not. it? They've just well, I think the it's code. just continual improvement, so I actually don't mind it. It might seem strange to a lot of people, but I just think that's part of you know, grow, growing your business and footy club and getting better is, is continually review yourselves and review the people that are involved in the, in the program and things that are in place. So I, 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 think, it's a, I think it's a good thing. Well, so. There's a few players at the Saints who have had good years and one at the back end of the year has been Windhager. So we spoke about him last week. Who does he go to? Does he go to Lockie Neal or does he go to McCluggage? And he went to Lockie Neal, kept him to 16 disposals. Rising star numbers. Got the footy himself. Yeah opportunity to kick a goal late as well. But Tim Kelly 4, Guthrie 22, Lockie Neal 16. So Windhager for me this week leads me into the value hunters. Now, he's not going to go to Robottom. He's not going to go to Blakey, I don't think, at halfback. Parker and Mills, big body midfielders. Warner. I think the one is Warner. Yeah. Warner's had a really good period. The last six weeks, I don't think he's dipped below 20. He's had a 35. He's had a couple of 25s. Um, so for me, if I was them, yeah, I would be sending him to Chad Warner. So I'll step around those players, particularly step around Chad Warner. That's it. Viable where? What about value hunters for you guys for some goal scorers? Uh, well, Brownie's man, Isaac Cleaney, mm. is the main man. And just the consistency there, that's the last four weeks. But if we had a, 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 a chart of his year, he's been really consistent. So um, Tom Papley's the other one that Brownie highlighted last week. Starting in the midfield, gets his little two or three minute burst, then goes forward. Or then tries to you know get a bit of a, a handover or mismatch on the way forward. And he's hit the scoreboard his last four weeks yeah. about outstanding. So both those guys. You think Ryan Clark would go to Jack Sinclair? Correct. Twenty five yes. on the on the button last week. Jack Sinclair. Up. The only game he's played poorly in this year was the one where Ryan Clark tagged him, went to him from the start. So expect that again. I like what Collingwood did last week when they went to Nick Dacos though with Ryan Clark. They moved him around into the midfield yep. at half full, which broke the tag. So maybe St Kilda could look at something similar by moving Jack Sinclair from half back. If he's getting tied down, move him into the midfield, give him a run, see how he goes. Move him to a forward pocket. Get him at the feet of memory, get him at the feet of King, just break it up a little bit. But they have been very reliant on him. So then that maybe that then needs for Saints needs 
Brad Hill to go back and yeah. play that role because well, they still Brad need Hill that Brad Hill should bounce. be playing half-back anyway. Why Brad Hill plays at half-forward, half high half-forward? I've got He is a wingman and he's a half-back flanker. We've known that he cannot play half-forward because when you play tight on Brad Hill, he can't get the football. But if you play him on the wing at half-back, there is his best, pl- best positions. Play players in their best positions and you'll get the best out of them. I don't think St Kilda used Bradley Hill well. They're paying him 900 grand, grand, eight or 900 grand a year and they're playing him at half-forward. They're not getting the best out of him. St Kilda need to look at where they play their players and play them in their best position. Well, maybe that's one of the reasons because it's just come out today that he potentially will look for a fourth club. You read that one? I have read so, that and I have heard those rumors. So maybe there is a, just a, a bit of that that he's not playing in the right position. Mm. It's a, long, it's a long season if you're playing somewhere you don't want to play. So Sydney, you think, are getting the job done. Are they going to be able to cover that line? 18 and a half points. Um, do you think? What do you think? Mm. It's a tough one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to stay out of the line. Stay out of it. I like it. Well, $100 play. Let's have a look at last week's and see how we performed. Obviously got a nice little multi there. Benny Keys, usually very, very solid for 20 disposals for me, but not able to do it. And Collingwood not getting the job done. Um, That's a nice multi in there. Yeah. How about yours, Nathan? I, I did okay. I did okay. Bailey and Sinclair. And then after that, it all went downhill. Let's be honest. Nolte at the bottom just there. <laughs> it's it's a tough part of the season to be able to punt in. Don't it worry. is. Uh, well, let's go into a hundred dollar play now. Uh, Nathan, take right. us away. So I'm going back to the well with Bailey Dale. Yep. I hope he doesn't get tagged by McGuinness. Uh, <laughs> it'd be disappointing <laughs> if he went up and put his arm across Bailey Dale. The first, I'm like, <laughs> get me out of this one. But Western Bulldogs into Bailey Dale, 25 plus, and the other one I sent through. Um, I'm pretty keen on Brandon Parfitt. Um, He's had 25 and 28 the last two weeks, plus 21.5 is his disposal line, and I think the Cats can win that one comfortably. I like that. How about you? Uh, I've gone $25, Melbourne, Freo, and Gold Coast head-to-head. Yep. So uh, I like all those three. Yep, Uh, 25 on Hawkins and Lynch, four plus. No Jeremy Cameron. uh, Tom Hawkins being... uh, kind of Geelong GMBH Stadium Specialist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the reliance on him and he'll have the whole 50 to himself. And then my $50, here we go. What do we got? A seven-leg multi here. So <laughs> Prestia, Simpkin, Rosie, Norris, and Caleb Sarong. Angus Brayshaw for 25-plus. Jack Rewalt getting the fourth tall you highlighted earlier. So from Essendon, well, the fourth defender, and Tyson Stengel because there's no value for Tom Hawkins at two-plus goals. He's a dollar three or something silly. Yeah, it's, it's silly. What about you? Yeah, <laughs> I like that bet. Well, I've gone for $50 on a two-leg Sango multi, Tyson Stengel and Charlie Kerno for three goals each. Give me $4.14 value. And then I've gone $50 as well for a three-leg multi there, Richmond, Fremantle and Sydney. Same just as me. To head. Just repeat GMHBA Stadium. G-M-B-H-A Stadium. <laughs> I do that. That's why I just say <laughs> down in Geelong. Good. It's a hard I one know, to I like say. To and Park. And no, you can't say that. Okay, that'll do us. Final round here of In the Back Pocket, all done and dusters. We've got a special show next week where we're going through all the premiership markets. Brownlow, Shortman, Coleman. On the Brownlow. On the Brownlow with Nathan Brown. So punters, if you're having a punt on the footy this weekend, please make sure you do gamble responsibly. You know the score. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly.